Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Stewart makes them both. And that gives us a 65 all-tie with 45 seconds to go. Let's see if Gil can get open for a shot. He's got the ball. Dribble drive right to the basket. Hangs the floater. Good by Jacob Gilliard. There you go. About 10 feet on the right (laughs) side. He hung in the air and knocked it down. 22 tonight for Jacob Gilliard. That equals his season high. He had 22 against Rhode Island. Fourth straight double figure game for Gilliard. And as it turns out, those will not be the last two points that Jacob Gilliard scores in a Richmond uniform, although they were memorable and spectacular, although it ended in heartbreaking fashion for the Spiders in Thursday night's NIT game against Mississippi State. We welcome Jacob Gilliard to our program on our Herman Allen hotline this morning. Uh, Jake, hope you were able to sleep well last night after making your announcement publicly yesterday afternoon. <laughs> Good morning, Bob. Uh, yeah, definitely able to get to get a little sleep for sure. All right, let's go back to Thursday. That's the last we saw of you. The last we heard from you was a really interesting and entertaining back and forth you had with a couple of our reporters on the post-game Zoom press conference, which we aired live here on ESPN Richmond. Just as a refresher, go back and take a listen to the uncut version of this. This is Jacob Gilliard with uh, Noah Goldberg, ESPN Richmond, Richmond Spider reporter, student at the University of Richmond, Spider Scoop podcast, and Lane Casadante, the veteran TV sports anchor, sports director at CBS 6, as Noah and Lane quizzed Jacob about his future plans. I'm sure, you know, it's still really fresh, and you may have made it or not, but any idea on plans for next year, or maybe if not, when you intend to make that decision or a timeline for that? Uh, I'll know. What is it? I know, I know, Sunday. Thank you. Jake, do you have unfinished business here? You want me to, you trying to ask the same question Noah is in a different way? I'm asking you if you have unfinished <laughs> business here. Uh, yeah, I do. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great back and forth with Noah and Lane and Jacob Gill. Jake, I get the feeling that you were actually a little bit entertained by the way Lane rephrased that question and got you to answer the way you did. As I told Lane later, Jacob, that's the greatest three-word answer that anybody's ever given in a post-game press conference. Yeah, I do, to unfinished business. What was most important to you about unfinished business that led to your decision to come back? Um, you know, um. I think the biggest thing about this to me was it wasn't just a basketball decision. Um, I, I looked at this, this decision as, as a life decision, you know, what, what's going to help me down the road. I think everybody kind of looks at college that way. Um, but to have one more year to potentially try and fin- finish my master's degree, um, you know, this, this is a life decision, not necessarily just a basketball decision for me. Take me to the basketball part then. What's the unfinished business that you would like to accomplish next year with the Richmond Spiders? Uh, I didn't get to accomplish uh, all the things that I, that I had set out to do when I when I came here four years ago. I, I had I had goals in mind that we were unable to accomplish as a team. Um, I don't really want to talk about the individual goals. I have a few of those, but it's more so about the team. 
Um, you know, every every kid wants to get to the tournament and, and have a success. Um, and I think coming in the year, we, we had a lot of hype behind us. And, you know, a lot of people expected us to be really good. And I think we were, we were decent. We were okay. Um, we were good. We just didn't quite get over that hump. Um, and I, I'd uh, give a little credit to COVID, um, but we also should have been better. Um, so getting another chance to, to really do it, that we, what we want to accomplish, I think, will definitely help us out. Well, let's talk about the COVID aspect of this for a moment. And Greg Beckwith and I talked about this a lot on the air, and so so did others. Jake, during the course of the year, as difficult as it was, how much of that was, oh, man, I just can't wait to get through this and i got to move on with my life, as opposed with I-, I can't let it end like this. This is a terrible way for it to end, and we need the opportunity to come back from this. Were you balancing kind of those two opposite end factors when it came to the COVID part of it? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think they were necessarily those two extremes, but I get what you're saying, and I definitely think they were there. Um, to kind of start off the year, uh, you know, we're getting tested all the time. We're not really figuring out. We're trying to figure out, like in the summer, we we're trying to figure out how we could really get in the gym as much as we wanted and stuff like that. Obviously, things got better, but originally it was kind of like, man, this this thing, so let's get over with it. Let's get it over with. Um, and then as time moved on, I just kind of started to think about, like, well, what if I did come back next year? Um, you know, uh, what what could we what could I accomplish here? What could we accomplish here? Um, and so you just start to think about it more and more and more. And then the more I thought about it, the, the easier of a decision it became. Yeah, you had made that comment that it actually became an easier decision than maybe even you thought it would be. Were there certain people that you kind of relied on that you bantered this back and forth with that I'm sure they didn't tell you what to do, but obviously gave you some wisdom perhaps so that you could make the decision? Yeah, I definitely talked to a couple of people that I felt like were in my position or or would have been in my position had they had the opportunity to come back for a fifth year. Um, and they kind of gave me their input. Obviously, I talked to talked to my dad a little bit about it, but to no avail. He didn't help me, you know, per usual. <laughs> um, but you just don't know how it. he helped you, Jacob. Someday <laughs> you will understand how your dad actually did help you in this decision. Yeah, no, he definitely did. But there's definitely a group of people that I talk to and that I'm close with, and, you know, I think ultimately most of them, gave me a, a similar answer and kind of just telling me to do whatever is going to make you happy. Um, you know, it's an individual decision. Don't base your decision on anybody else. Um, and, and make sure that you're going to be okay with the decision that you make. What was Coach Mooney's role in all of this? And that might sound like a funny question to our fans and audience who are thinking, of course the head coach had a major role in this. But Coach Mooney had said all along that he didn't want to interfere with the season, number one. And number two, he didn't want to have to re-recruit you guys all over again. This wasn't about re-recruiting you. It was about you making the best decision moving forward. What was Coach Mooney's role in this with you, Jacob? You know, I, I think because I I actually made my decision fairly early. I think I had no, I've known for about a week, maybe a week and a half. Um, and so I think he wasn't able to have a – huge role in talking to me about what next year would look like. Um, but I did sit down with him and Coach Jenkins, and, and we talked. Um, you know, it definitely felt like I was getting recruited again. Um, but I think the decision was a lot easier. But, you know, I think he, he didn't really pressure 
me into coming back. Um, I definitely think he showed me both sides of the – showed me the positives and negatives for, for going to, to move on with my life and then, you know, deciding to come back. So I think he had a, a pretty good impact on my decision just because of who he is and our relationship. But as far as recruiting me and, and having pitches and selling to me to come back to Richmond, I don't think he did too much of that. I think it was kind of just natural. Uh, did you feel as though maybe the weight of the world was lifted off your shoulders? You said you had made the decision, you know, a week or so prior. I assume that meant before both of the NIT games and that you were able to come out with a, a higher energy and kind of play carefree in those two games? Um, I don't think the decisions would allow us to play carefree. I think the fact that we had, you know, 4,000 points missing, uh, it was a whole, a, a, not a whole new group, but it was a pretty new group out there, a group of guys that, that aren't used to playing together. Um, you know, really just looking at me to lead them. And, you know, it was it was fun to go out there and compete with the younger guys and have the younger guys step up and play the way they did. You know, I think a lot of guys played well in that tournament. Um, and we're, you know, we're we two points away from probably making the NIT championship. So, you know, that, that that's a bummer. But, you know, definitely after, after yesterday, I felt like a, a weight was taken off my shoulder, kind of just allowing everybody to, to know rather than just holding it into myself. All right, well, obviously I'm not going to ask you what the other guys are doing, but how much conversation have you had with them? Um, a, a decent amount. I think towards the end of the of the year last year, or towards the end of the year, um, kind of before postseason, any of the postseason, we kind of had chopped it up, and it was always just kind of, well, what are you doing? Well, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Uh, so not too much talk about it. I feel like everybody's kind of going to make their own decision on, on what's best for them. But, you know, I, I definitely think Coach Mooney will have a, a, a bigger a bigger role in, you know, recruiting those guys now that now they want dominoes for them. Uh, any idea, I'm not holding you to this, of course, on when those decisions are forthcoming. Coach had mentioned on his press conference that he expected within a week or so to have more information, and then obviously the Sunday timetable that you mentioned after the game on Thursday. Uh, any idea when these guys will get that weight off of their shoulders? Um, no, I, I, I truly have no idea. Um, you know, I think I've seen two sides of it. I, I've seen my side and kind of just wanted to get that weight off your shoulder. But I've also seen another side to where it's, you know, they're in no hurry. You know, I think at the end of the day, this is going to be a decision that impacts us for the rest of our life for sure. So I don't think anybody needs to be in a rush to make it. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if one, of, one of the guys or two of the guys took a, a long time to, to decide for sure. Hey, uh, how about the guys who are already coming back, kind of the underclassmen? What kind of has that interaction been in looking forward now to next year, knowing that this roster will be bigger and it's been bolstered with more players? Um, you know, I've talked to a good amount of the, the younger guys or guys coming back. And it, it, what I, originally I was nervous that, you know, coming back would, would take away time from the other guys and, and they wouldn't be happy with it because they're ready to step into the roles and get to play 35 minutes a game. But, you know, I was most nervous about Isaiah, uh, personally, just because that's like a, a little brother to me. You know, that's a, that's a guy I want to see do really well. I want to get, I want to see him play all the minutes. I want to see him, you know, have all the success. Um, but you know, talking to him about it, it, it definitely eased it, eased my nerves for sure. You know, I, I think he's excited to be able to to play with me for another year and kind of, 
you know, get a chance to really go out there and, and have an impact in the game like he really did in the in the NIT tournament. You know, he's he's playing really well. Um, so for him to for him to be comfortable with it, that means a lot to him. Uh, we're all excited to watch you guys out there on the court next season and get a full season in and full crowds out there and give you guys that one last true college experience that, that you certainly deserve. Uh, welcome back, Jacob, and thank you for spending the time with us this morning. Appreciate it. You guys have a good one.